we have some exciting things for you this morning. As you can see, things are a little different this morning. And uh, Pastor Mindy is the one that inspired me because a few weeks ago, uh, she kind of went through a children's lesson with you. And I thought, wow, what a good idea. And so uh, we're going to give you a glimpse into uh, Wednesday Night Fuel, uh, which is our Wednesday night program for student ministry. And so you get to kind of, uh, you're going to participate a little bit um, with us this morning. And so we're going to kind of go through what we do on Wednesday nights, but in an abbreviated version, okay? Because uh, I, I cut my lesson down because usually I'm going over recently, haven't I, right? Yeah. And so uh, anyhow, and so one of the things, and so we're going to go through Wednesday night fuel tonight. So that's what we're going to do. And so one of the first things that, 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 that we do is, whoop, is uh, I, I tell them, turn it off uh, so it, it's not a distraction. So I encourage you to do the same, okay? Uh, we want to be able to focus uh, on our lesson tonight and what the Lord has, uh, has for us. The other thing that we like to, to, to remind them of is our house rules, and so student ministry has house rules, and I've asked Brianna if she would uh, uh, read through and kind of uh, talk about our house rules this morning. Well, obviously, F is for focus, so you try to listen and actively participate in whatever, you know, Doug's talking about or whoever's preaching. Um, uplifting words is no downputting words to others or yourself, and esteem is respect, you know, other people's property and respect others and yourself. Also listen to the person who's talking. Oh, and... And, um, and, then, the, and then the additional ones. Yeah. Uh, so no PDA means no public display of affection or aggression. So, you yeah. know. We, we, we realized, you know, the A for affection, but it also worked for aggression because sometimes they like to horse around and, you know give someone a good whack on the shoulder or something like that, and so, and so uh, to not get carried away with that. And so those are our house rules on Wednesday night, and we like to remind them of those things uh, so that it's a safe place for everybody and, and we'll be able to get the most out of our time together. And so uh, typically we start our evening spending about anywhere from, you know, 20 to 30 minutes doing a large group game. And so we're not going to spend 20, 30 minutes this morning doing a large group game. However, we are going to play a game, and you get to participate, okay? So uh, I need you to rise to your feet if you're here live. At home, we can't tell if you're, you're, if you're, you're going to be honest or not uh, in this game, but we're going to play one arm, two arm, none. Now, I don't typically play this game uh, with our students. We typically play this in larger events in Northeast Ohio, but it's a good and fun one. So it's real simple. There's going to be a little beep, 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 beep sound, and there's going to be this little line that goes across the top of the screen, and I better get out of the way for people at home. There it is. It's going to do something like that. And you have just a few seconds to decide, are you going to put one arm up? Are you going to put two arms up? Or are you going to leave them down? Simple enough, right? You got it? If you got it, say, I got it. All right, so here we go. If you do not guess correctly, you get to sit down. Oh, the object is, hey, I have incentives. Winners get Hershey bars, okay? <laughs> High stakes here today, okay? Enjoy there. All right, so are you ready? Set, Michael, it's all up to you, go. Pick, pick, choose, choose, you gotta hurry up. Okay, if you, had, if, you, if you have two arms up, stay standing. Everybody else sit down. If you, all right. All right. Get ready. Here we go, the next one. One arm. If you have one arm up, stay standing. Everybody else sit down. Wow. Good. Oh, wait. Some people are choosing way late on that one. All right. Oh, we got only... Oh, you three, come on up front. Four. Oh, come on up, right here, just right here. Impressed. I'm impressed. I thought there were four of you. Wasn't Charlie just standing? Charlie, you were just standing. Get your, no, 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 you don't get to back out, no. Get up here, Charles. All right. Yeah, you guys can slide over a little bit more. There you go, all right, all right. 
You ready? Face the congregation. Yeah, you got to face the congregation. All right, here we go. Are you ready, Michael? Go. Decide. Oh, oh, I am so impressed. All right, let's, let's. Oh, oh, it, it's a tie. I'll stay here. We got to break the tie. All right, we got to break the tie. Go, Jive, decide, decide. Oh, Charlie. Charles, you get the candy bar. Hey, congratulations. And just, uh, just so you know, uh, we do other games and activities throughout uh, our, our lesson, and, and, and they get little pieces of candy. And so for all of you participating, um, I think, is it Landon? Landon's going to be offering you a piece of candy uh, after the service. So uh, see him by the exit, and he'll, he'll share some of our treats with you. Um, wow, okay. I wasn't sure if I'd have more ties, so I came prepared. Uh, Oh, you want to play again? <laughs> hey, if, if we have time after the service is over, maybe we'll do an extra round after we, we close out uh, for those that want to. Um, so uh, we're going to go, I, I typically go into our lesson and then we, uh, uh, I usually have an activity that kind of goes with the lesson. And so uh, you guys can uh, stand up, put your, your Bibles and your microphones down and it, this isn't real money, but, but it's, it's fake $100 bills, just so you don't try to use it. It says play money on it, okay? All right, so uh, you're each going to get 500 And we're five. You have 400 <laughs> Have you been bad? Uh, I don't know. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. And hey, Charles, since you won, uh, I need one more person for this activity. <laughs> cheer him up. Come on, cheer him on. Come on, Charles. One, two, three, four, five. All right. You got the candy. All right. All right. All right. So. Here, here's what you guys are going to have to do. Um, who's got a, a stopwatch on their phone? Right? Oh, come on. Okay, BJ, I need you to put 90 seconds uh, on, on the clock because we're not going to do this long. I would have done this for maybe 10 minutes in the classroom, but today it's going to be about 90 seconds. Okay? So what you guys get to do is uh, you're going to take turns, but you're going to go to somebody, and you can't refuse to play but you get to choose. Uh, you, uh, you challenge someone to play uh, rock, paper, scissors, or thumb wars. If you win, the other person gives you $100. Between the six of us? No, yeah, so between the six of us, you challenge somebody, you, you can challenge them to, to thumb wars or to uh, uh, rock, paper, scissors, okay? And so you're just gonna mingle here on the stage just for about 90 seconds, and the object is to have the most money when uh, do you, you don't know how to play thumb wars, uh, Brianna, show them how to do thumb wars real quick. Yeah, you try to lock their thumb down. That's thumb wrestling, thumb wars. Okay, and then you know rock paper scissors. Okay, all right. You got the clock, BJ. All right. You got you got 90 seconds. You want to end up with the most cash. Ready, set, go. Okay, yeah, you got, you, you, you do it again. Yeah, then you do it after the three. All right, so you owe him $100, there you go. Okay, you got to keep switching people, though. Keep switching around.
Better hurry up. Time's coming to an end here. How many? 30 seconds left. 30 seconds left. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. All right. They, they, they petered out at the end. All right. Uh, so have a seat. Uh, count up your money. Except for you, Charles. You can't, you can't sit down. How much money do you have, Charles? Three. Three. You only have 300? All right. You got 300. How much did you have? Five. Oh, you, you, you got what you started with. Eight hundred? Eight hundred dollars? Three hundred. Three hundred. So sorry, Alex. I get seven hundred. Seven hundred? Oh. And three. Oh. So Hannah, Hannah, you won with eight hundred dollars. Give it up for Hannah. All right. All right. All right. Good job. Uh, and so, so Hannah, I want to talk to you real quick. How did it, tell us how did it feel to win? I don't care. You don't care? <laughs> right. Sure but doesn't it feel good to win? Sure. I mean, you're competitive. You play softball. So you like winning, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, especially when you beat your brother. I mean, come on. It doesn't get any better than that, right? All right, for the others, um, how did it feel, uh, you know, when you lost? Sorry, you didn't win. You didn't get the individual, you know. But, but how did it feel when you won maybe the individual challenges? Bree? At first, it was kind of like, but then I lost again. So it was this like emotional pattern of yay and oh no. Okay, <laughs> yay and oh no. Okay. Anybody else? Alex? I mean, it, it was fine because I'm used to losing. I, I just suck at thumb wars and rock, paper, scissors. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't expect, I didn't even expect to have $300. I expected to have none. I was sure people were going to beat me, but I mean, it was fine because at least it's not just going to somewhere okay. random. So, so how happy would you have been if this was real money and you got to keep whatever you won? Yeah, speak up. I, they want to hear. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I would have like probably cried because I would have been walking out with $700 that I didn't walk in with. I mean, that come on, really Hannah. Nice. $800? How would that make you feel? It would make me feel really happy. Uh-huh. Alex? <laughs> I'm just going to say right now. I'm just going to say right now, $300 is more than I've ever had. So if I had that, I'd be ecstatic. Okay. Like $300 is more than I've ever had at one time. Okay, Brianna. To be honest, if that was probably like actual money, and I got, like, once I went outside, I probably would have actually screamed out of pure joy. <laughs> out of pure joy. That's a lot I mean, of money. if I won $500, I would feel pretty good, not going to lie. Okay, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm hoping I win that, that, that COVID million, you know, don't you? Yeah? Who, 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 who filled out the registration for that? Yeah. All right. Don't forget to tithe, okay? Don't forget to tithe. Okay, that's... It's, it's, it's the Lord's, remember? You know, okay. Um, anyhow. Uh, and so, so God's word tells us uh, what is supposed to make us happy. Um, and so money always seems to be the main, uh, main thing that's supposed to make us happy. Uh, and we might even be happy just for a little while. Uh, you know, we buy the things that we want and, and we get to go to the places that we dream of. And eventually, though, uh, we, we need something more to make us more happy. And so today, uh, we're going to uh, talk about what happiness looks like and, uh, and what can bring us true happiness. And so uh, for, for you folks, uh, we've been doing uh, an eight-week series, and this is our last l- session uh, on our series, and it is on, uh, on Proverbs, uh, and so how to be wise. And so uh, this is the last one that we're doing in our series, and so... I haven't gone through this lesson with them, so there's not a whole lot that they know about what we're going to talk about. And so uh, in this final week uh, of the book of of the Proverbs series, the book of Proverbs is like uh, an instruction manual on on how to do things to honor God. Um, And so uh, 
It gives us the tools to live our lives in a God-honoring way. And then when we do this, uh, we find what true happiness is. And so uh, I need you guys to look up Proverbs 3, 13 to 18. And when you got it, say, I got it. Got it. Ooh, you're good. You had yours open already. Well, we are studying Proverbs, so it's kind of a (laughs) no-brainer. Got it. You got it? Got it. Proverbs 3, 13 to 18. Okay. All right. Who, who'd, like, who'd be willing to, to read that for us? All right. Landon, go ahead. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. She will guide you down delightful paths. All her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. Okay. So, so how, uh, I'm going to ask you, how, how do you uh, become joyful? How do you become joyful? The silence is normal. Landon. By finding wisdom. By finding wisdom. Yep. And so what, what is more precious uh, than wisdom? Alex. Nothing. Ooh, good answer. Good answer. There, there is nothing uh, uh, more precious than wisdom. And so uh, what do you think happens uh, when we cling to other stuff? When we cling to other, other things and other possessions, what, what do you think uh, happens? Alex. We start to make idols out of it. Okay, we start to make idols out of it. Landon? We get greedy. We get greedy? How do we, how, what are some ways we get greedy? Like if you, for example, have money and that's like all you want, so you're going to be greedy and like want more and more and more and more. Like okay. you're not going to stop searching for money. Okay. Anybody else? What do you think happens when we cling too much to stuff? Okay, well, let's, let's make a list of, of some things right now. I'm going to have poor handwriting here. All right, so I want to make a list of uh, things that make us happy right now. So what are some of the things, um, and maybe we can come up, what are, what are some things that, that make you happy right now? Brianna. My dog. Your dog? Okay. Alex? Um, hanging out with friends and family. All right, friends. And fam. We'll abbreviate that one. All right, somebody else? Ryan? Not being in school. (laughs) Okay, no school. Uh, Landon, you got another one? Or your first one? Music. Music. Brianna, you got another? Just summer in general. Summer. What other things make you happy? Alex. Food. Food. (laughs) We can all agree with that one. I'm going to Olive Garden after church, so, you know. Um, (laughs) What other things make you happy? You're leaving out some obvious ones that I know you talk about all the time. Landon. I mean, kind of unfortunate, but like my phone. Oh, your phone. <laughs> Ryan, come on. come on. Be honest. What makes you happy? It's video games. Video. There it is. <laughs> all right. You got one more, Bree? Yeah, just books. Books? Okay. Or most books, unless they're a sad book. All right. So uh, we have we have uh, friends, dogs, friends and family, uh, no school, music, summer, food, phone, video games, and books. All right. So um, you know, looking at this list, um, 
Explain whether you think you could live without the thing that makes you happy. Hannah, you, you said no? Why, why couldn't you? I can't live without my dog. You can't live without your dog. <laughs> All right, Brianna? Um, I don't think I could live without my friends and family. Okay, you don't think you could live without your fa family and friends? I couldn't live without music. You couldn't live without music? Could not? I agree with Brianna and Alex, but I mean, food is an essential. So <laughs> yeah. You really couldn't live without food, but... <laughs> How about you, Ryan? Come on. <laughs> be honest. Probably not. It would be hard, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, um, you know, uh, why, 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 why do we get so attached to some of these things? Alex? That's all right. Landon. They bring us joy and like, they offer like a light in our lives. Okay. Somebody else? What do those things uh, bring us happiness and joy? Uh, I know for music, like certain music sends like a specific me message and that can like, the message could just be like joy mm -hmm. or you know, just yeah. happiness. No, I agree. I, Cause I, I, I enjoy music. For me though, I have to be able to understand the words. If I can't understand the words, I don't like listening to it. And, and so you wouldn't like Susan rap. would attest to that. When I came home uh, the first year we were married and the, the, the radio was blaring on some rock station and I couldn't understand it, it was, and I was like, who moved in my house? Uh, and so, but I do like all kinds of music. Okay, well, uh, let's look up Ecclesiastes. And I'm gonna give you a hint. It's right near Proverbs, okay? Ecclesiastes 2, uh, verses 10 and 11. And when you got it, say, I got it. I'm sorry, what was the um, other thing again? Like the, Ecclesiastes oh, 2, it. yeah. First time. Yes. Go, Alex. Got it. <laughs> While they're looking it up, um, uh, in, in the previous year, uh, I, I'd, I'd give them hints, I'd give them the page number. And then I said, that goes away this last fall. And so now they have to look it up without page <clears throat> numbers. Uh, Got it. Got yes. it. All right. Now, who would be willing to read this passage for us? Alex. All right. Yes, it's 10 and 11. Anything I wanted, I would take. I denied myself no pleasure. I even found great pleasure in hard work, a, re a reward for all my labors. But as I looked at everything I had worked so hard to accomplish, it was also meaningless. Like chasing the wind, there was nothing really worthwhile anywhere. Okay, so so uh, thinking about your one item that makes you happy right now, um, how does that how does that make you happy right now? Thinking of that one one item, how does that make you happy right now? Brianna. Well, my dog, he just makes me happy because he's just like bubbly, you know, and he's like, hi. You know, and he's also very affectionate, so. Okay. Landon? I mean, I know it wasn't my answer, but I like spending time with my friends and family, and it brings me joy and, like, just to laugh and have, like, fun with them, so. Okay. The other three? My dog keeps me busy. Keeps you busy. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's a, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Does that keep you from getting in trouble? No. No. Okay. <laughs> hey, thanks for being honest. All right. Alex? What was the question again? I need to remember it. <laughs> How does your one item make you happy right now? I mean, it's not mine, but books, like, they, like me and my sister, they just teleport us to, like, another world. Like, you're reading a book, and then it just, you're somewhere else. Like, you're okay. thinking of, it's, like, It's a little bit world. of an escape, and it gives you joy? Yeah. Can, your, your sister's in agreement over there. She loves books. Uh, right, Aubrey? All she ever does. Yeah. All right. Doesn't Ryan. clean. I mean, video games are fun. And they give me an excuse to ignore everybody, so. Okay. All right. So, what do you think uh, your item will be worth in 10 years? Alex? Well, mine? Um, I don't really know because, I mean, I don't know what the future is, but, like, friends and family, I'm not, I'm not sure. 
Okay. No, the item that, that you find joy in today. Yeah. Well, if we're talking about food, it's probably going to be gone. Well, you were talking about your dog. I know, but um, I'm just saying. Someone Stim else packs. But my dog, he's probably not going to be worth a whole lot to anyone except for my family or other people if, they're, if they actually, like, get to know him. And I don't think he actually has, like, a value in currency, just a value in emotions and happiness. So... Probably will he, still a will, lot. How old is your dog? Will he be around in 10 years? He should be. I hope he is. Okay. I'm just... It's, <laughs> it, things happen with pets. I know. He should be 11. I know. They're like family. Retrievers live a long time. Okay. Landon? I mean, music is one of the few things in life that's universal that most people can agree that it's enjoyable. So I feel like the value of music is never really going to go down. People are still going to be making music and teaching music. So I think mm -hmm. the value is going to stay like really high. Okay, Ryan, what about your video game? <laughs> I mean, it depends on the game. Or... What do you think? What do you What do you think is going to mean to you in ten years? I mean, what it will mean to me? I mean, I don't know. You have no idea? Okay. Brianna? For Ryan's video games, it might become an antique. <laughs> might become I mean, an antique? You're welcome. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I need you to look up and read Ecclesiastes 2, verse 26. When you got it, say, I got, got it. it. Got, got it. Got it. Wow, that was quick. You kept your fingers open. All right. All right. Who, who'd be willing to read that one for us? Landon's got his hand up. We'll, we'll give you a break. God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy to those who please him. But if a sinner becomes wealthy, God takes the wealth away and gives it to those who please him. This, too, is meaningless, like chasing the wind. Okay. And so God values wisdom and gives, gives it freely to those who please him. Now, is it possible to please God at the same time that you're trying to please yourself? No, it's not. And so um, if, if you are constantly concentrating on making, you know, we're, we're constantly trying to make ourselves happy, then we're not trying to please God. And so when we focus our lives on glorifying God, um, then his, his will pleases him and, and he will bless us. And so let's think uh, about the big, big picture here. Uh, the Bible verse that we just read says, God will take away the wealth from the sinners and give it to those who please him. Um, so what do you think that means? Landon. It means that like, even if you are happy, but if you're sinful and like your heart's not in the right place, your wealth isn't gonna be true. Okay, anybody else, what do you think? What do you think that means? That he will give? Brianna. I think it means if you keep trying to please yourself all your life, or you're just not in the right space and are a sinner, I think God's going to like go to the people who either, you know, f have fully committed to him or following him and always trying to please him. I think in the outturn, they're going to be more happier than the person who is trying to please himself. Okay. Well, well God isn't saying he's going to, to give us all the money and riches, the rich stuff from the people who sin. Um, but he is saying that all the wealth and stuff that they have is meaningless and that a life with, with God is priceless. And so uh, I want to illustrate this. Um, Pastor Francis Chan has an illustration. I'm stealing it uh, from him. And so I have this rope uh, here, and it goes all the way down the side ramp and around, and it goes back behind the baptistry here. Yeah, and this rope is, uh, let's imagine it's a timeline. And... It's a timeline of your existence, okay? And some of you may have heard this before, uh, but it's a timeline of your existence, and, and at, this is the beginning of your existence, and this green part is your existence and, and time here on earth, okay? And so uh, you're born, and then you're on earth, and then you have all of eternity going that direction, and it goes on forever and ever and ever. Okay, you got that? All right, so uh, what's, what's amazing is that, uh, and it's kind of crazy, is that we all tend to focus on this, this green piece, and we really don't look at all of eternity 
if that's there. But, but we, 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 get, we get obsessed with this green section. And, and some of us will be like, you know what? I am going to work hard all during this section here, and I'm going to save, 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 so that when I get here, you know what? I'm going to have fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retire. I'm going to, you know, uh, travel maybe. I'm going to eat well. Uh, I'm going to do things that I want to do and not what, you know, someone else tells me to do. And so we, we spend all that time uh, just for this little piece of time here, uh, you know, uh, in our time on earth. And, um, and so I, some people, um, you know, think I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. I, I, some family members even uh, that, that think I, I was unwise in, in going into the profession that I did because my profession doesn't make big bucks, okay? You guys take good care of me. Thank you. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I heard my one brother say, well, that was his choice, you know, uh, of, uh, you know, not being able to have the big bucks. And so, um, and so they think I'm crazy uh, for, for, for doing that. But then I want to say, you know what? I'm not the crazy one. You're the crazy one because you're just concentrating here and, and I'm thinking about all of this. Okay? And, and, and so, but so many people spend all of their focus here, and the Bible tells us that what we do in this green space and how we spend eternity. But what do we do? We still focus on this little sliver here of, you know what? There, there are some people that, uh, you know, even recently that, that, that I've talked with, and, and they make a decision to do something. And I'm thinking, why would you do that? Why would you, or why would you waste your money on that? And, and then I think, wow, they think I'm stupid, but they're stupid because that's just one little tiny piece of happiness that is going to get lost, broken, and, and they just focus on that. And, and God wants us to look at the big picture. And so I want to be like the Apostle Paul, who, uh, you know, when he talks about running the race and, and he wants to finish, uh, go across the finish line. Well, that, that's what I want to do. That's why I want to be obedient to what God is calling me to do. I, I want to be obedient to the person God has called me to be. And I don't do it perfectly <laughs> by any means uh, well all the time. But I want to be able to, to keep my eyes focused on this part right here. Because if I focus on this part and I don't look to the left or right and get distracted by all the things that, that the world says will make me happy, I want to focus on this point here when I get to, to cross over and I get to see God's face. And he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. Because everything that I've done here, all the things that I've done are going to affect for the millions and millions and millions of years after I leave this earth. And so uh, with that, students and congregation, our identity can't be consumed by the things that make us happy. They may be temporary, but they're not long-lasting. And so our identity isn't, uh, uh, is, isn't consumed in the things that we have or the money that we have. It's not how many friends we have or how many likes we have um, or how smart we are. But our identity is in who we are according to who God says we are. And so we are consumed by pleasing God and living the life that he has called us to live. And so my question for you is, so how do you, or how do we uh, do this when there are so many distractions around us? How do we do that? How do we focus uh, our attention on glorifying God and becoming the person and living the life that he has for us? How, how do we go about doing that? Any ideas? Landon. I think it's just something you have to keep constantly like reminding yourself of in the back of like your head. And it's like, 
how's this going to affect me long term, this decision? Just keep reminding yourself of that. It's almost like practice makes perfect. I don't want to say that, but like. Okay. Anybody else? What are, what are some of the things that we can do uh, or how do we not be distracted by the things that the world says will bring us happiness? Brianna. Kind of, <clears throat> kind of just cutting out the things that are like cutting less time, like my phone. I do not need my phone on my hip 24-7, so kind of just limiting time on my phone. Okay. Okay. What else? Alex. Kind of like Landon said, like, practice makes perfect. Well, not perfect, but practice makes better. Like, just focus on it, and in the end run, it'll, like, it'll work out for you if you just, like, if you focus and, you know, keep your eye on that. Okay. Anybody else? Can't think of anything? Landon. Almost, like, continue to strive for better and keep going and, like, always keep doing more to help others and just do as much as possible to guarantee that you cross that finish line. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. but like, you have any ideas, Ryan? I'm going to say what I know you all want me to say. No. Spend less time on video games and focus no. more on God. <laughs> that no. could be true. Uh, you know, it doesn't mean you need to cut all those things out of your life. But if, if those are the main focal of your life, you might want to consider that. Um, Yes, what other things can help you not be so distracted? Um, like you said, like, don't, like, try not to make them your focal point. Like, you can still have them, just don't concentrate on them, like, too much. Like, don't make them your whole life. Okay. Um, well, I want, us, <clears throat> I want us to look at a bunch of scriptures here, and there, there's going to be a bunch of them up here. I have one, two, three, four. I have four scriptures here. Um, <clears throat> Who'd be willing to, to look up and read 1 Corinthians 10, 13? I'll do that one. Okay. Uh, thank you, Landon. Uh, who's going to look up Matthew? Alex, you'll look up Matthew. Colossians. Brianna. All right, it's down to brother and sister. Orion, it looks like you got it. You had your hand up. Uh, you get to read 1 John. So look those up. <clears throat> and when you got it, say, I got it. Got it. Okay, we're going to wait till everybody gets them, and then we're going to just read read through these different uh, scriptures. Got it? Yeah, got it. Got it. All the way towards the back. You go to Revelation, you're too far. <laughs> well, I know that. Well, I think. First. No, you're smart. I know you know it. All right. This is why I'm never caught the book. What is he doing? You're, you're close. So while you finish looking that up, we're going to go ahead and start reading. And so uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Go ahead and read that for us. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God, oh, sorry. and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. Okay. And then uh, Matthew six thirty four. Tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. And then Colossians. Um, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in, in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you, share all, in all his, you will share in all his glory. All right, and the last one is uh, 1 John 2.15. Uh, do, do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers 
only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. That's good. I read too far. That's all right. And so, <coughs> excuse me. And so we can combat uh, the world and Satan if we if if we stay focused on and by gaining wisdom through God's word. Um, and so. Uh, it's not just any wisdom, but it's got to be God's wisdom. And so uh, we've been talking uh, about wisdom for, for, uh, since the beginning, at the end of March. Uh, uh, and so uh, what can wisdom do for us? And so we're going to look back here at, at, at the previous weeks uh, to kind of give them an update of what we've been doing. Okay? And so uh, in week one of Proverbs, uh, week one, wisdom equals understanding. And so wisdom equals understanding, and, and that's understanding of how God wants us to live our lives, uh, understanding of what happens if we, we do certain things, and understanding of how decisions we make affect our relationships with God. And so that was what we talked about in week one. In week two, uh, we learned that wisdom helps us to trust God, and so that we are designed to trust God, and not because one time he told us to, but because of his promise that if we trust him wholeheartedly, he will show us the path. And then in week three, week three, uh, wisdom helps us honor God when we speak. And so uh, we will never be perfect at this. We all mess up at this one. Uh, but our tongues will deceive us and we will, uh, we will say things that hurt people. But we need to remember to ask God for his wisdom and forgiveness when we do that. And then in week four, we talked about uh, wisdom, uh, wise relationships help us honor God. And so making sure that our close friendships are, are with people who are God-honoring, uh, that's just essential in our life. Um, if we make our closest friends people who reject God, uh, the life that they live may become part of our lives. Uh, and so we, re- we need to remember that choosing uh, the wrong set of friends can lead to disaster. And that's just for us adults, too. Um, <clears throat> and then in week five, uh, we, we talked about wisdom helps us to be humble. Um, Jesus lived a life uh, com- with complete humility. And so this wisdom uh, we learn from his life can show us <clears throat> how we can be humble ourselves. Helps us to see our sin. Uh, and so we, we know God sees our sin no matter what. Uh, and so we start to, to gain wisdom, and we can start seeing those sins also. Um, and then uh, we can start putting God first in our lives, and we'll see him in all the things that we do in our day. And then when we do that, we begin to realize that, that some of the things that we do are sins. And then uh, in week seven, uh, last week, uh, wisdom helps us, helps you understand why it's important to serve others. And so when we seek God's wisdom, uh, we start to understand why God wants us to serve others. And when we serve others in his name, uh, we show God's love. And then God, God, uh, God loved us so much uh, that his son uh, served us in the ultimate way. And so uh, we are all in need and, and we're all born to serve others. And so let's follow Jesus' example and, and serve unconditionally. And so the bottom, the bottom line is this, guys, is wisdom brings God happiness. And so when God created the world, um, he used wisdom and knowledge. Uh, if God needed these, then certainly we need them too, okay? Um, every week we've talked about how wisdom helps us in some way. And so every one of, of those things is, is something that if, uh, if we uh, live our lives with this knowledge, uh, then we will place, uh, then we'll please God and that we will be making him happy. Uh, but also remember, our identity is not uh, something worldly, but it's godly. And so what does this mean for you? Okay, What it means for you is that, and it means this for you too, folks, it means your true happiness comes from God, uh, not things in this world. Uh, the, the more you focus on him, uh, you know, the happier you're going to become. Uh, and so, uh, and, and the way you do that is sometimes if you do spend too much time 
on the video games or on your phone or even reading books too much uh, or, or whatever, um, we also need to make sure that we are spending time reading his word, spending time in prayer. Those are some of the other things that help us to focus on him and how we learn uh, his wisdom uh, and his knowledge is, is by being in his word, uh, going to church, hanging out with others, coming on Wednesday nights like we do. Uh, those are things that help encourage us to put our focus on the Lord. And so I have some questions. Uh, they're rhetorical, and so we're not going to talk about them out loud, but I really want you to seriously think about these questions, okay? And, and answer them honestly. And I'm going to give you a little bit of time to just have some silence in between, in between each of these questions, okay? And so the first question is, how often do you think about God during your day? How often do you think about God during your day? What do you actually do for God each day? What do you actually do for God each day? Third question. Do you make time to study God's word and pray each day? Make time to study God's word and pray each day. I'm not just speaking to you, Ryan, with this next one. But do you spend more time playing video games and watching TV or playing sports than you spend time serving God? You know, the, the, the first part of Colossians 3, uh, 4 says, when Christ, who is your, is, is your life, too often this isn't true uh, for us. Jesus might be a part of our lives, but he isn't our life. You know, basically, we ask Jesus to be our Savior, and which allows us to spend all of eternity with him, but we aren't quite sure uh, we want him to be the Lord of our life and to rule every aspect of our lives while we're on earth. He inhabits part of our thoughts, but, he do, but we don't allow him uh, to be the Lord over all of our thoughts. He occupies part of our day, but we don't allow him to be Lord over all of our day. He's invited into some of our decisions, but we don't allow the Lord to rule over all of our decisions. You know, we often think that just because we became a Christian, we should supernaturally change. Well, that when we, we say yes to Jesus, um, he comes into our lives and, and we just change without any effort on our part. Now, I will say this. God can do anything, and that can happen. Um, but we still have to be engaged in, in the battle for our spiritual holiness. And so, where is your gaze set? What can you do to take your gaze off of the temporary? When you think about your, your life in Christ, do you invite Jesus into all of your life or just part of it? And so... I, I want you to, to contemplate it, and, and adults too. Contemplate, what, how, how much do you allow Jesus to be Lord of your life? Um, we, we typically uh, close our time in prayer, and uh, we're gonna do that uh, now. And, and typically what we do is I ask the students what their prayer requests are. And so, uh, students, what kind of prayer requests do you have this evening? Bree. That everyone has a fun and safe summer.
and fun. Uh, who would be willing to pray for, for, for that request? Landon. Okay, any other prayer requests? Alex. Unspoken. Okay, unspoken. Anybody else have unspoken requests? You do, Hannah? Okay. Who'd be willing to pray for our unspoken requests? Bree? Okay. Any other requests that you have? Okay. Well, I have one. Um, is to, to pray for my good friend Judith Brunstetter, who's in, in the hospital right now. So who'd be willing to pray for Judith? Ryan? Okay. So we're going we're gonna to pray. And so, uh, Landon, I'm going to have you start. Uh, then, then Brianna, uh, you'll pray for the unspoken. And Ryan, you'll pray for Judith, and I'll close us out. All right? Dear Lord, I just want to lay all of your healing hands over this summer. Summer is a fun time that we get to spend with friends and family and church. But to please just let everyone have a safe summer and just enjoy their time and have fun, but remain safe while doing so. Lord, I thank you for today, but I pray for all the spokens today. And if anyone in the congregation has an unspoken request, I pray that you will help them in any in every way you can, and you will just be by their side, and they will feel you by by their side, and you will tell them that it's going to be okay. Lord, um, today I pray for Judith. I don't know why she's in the hospital, uh, but I just pray for you to lay your healing hands on her and help her be out of the hospital sometime soon and be healthy and happy for the summer. And Lord, I, I just thank you for the opportunity we have uh, each week to be able to open your word and, and to talk about it and reflect on it. And Lord, we most, most of all want to thank you for your son, Jesus. Um, and we thank you for the many sacrifices that he, he did uh, on our behalf. And Lord, that his whole intent to coming to earth was to serve us. And so, Lord, may, you know, Lord, we just ask that you would help us to be better people. And so, Lord, God, we thank you for, for loving us, uh, for, for setting us apart. And so please help us to act in, in, the, in ways that honor you. Show us what aspects of your character uh, that we need to grow in. Lord, we... We want the fruit of your Holy Spirit uh, to be evident in our lives. And so help us to become the, the people uh, and the person that you would each have us to be. And Lord, we pray this now in the name of Jesus, who is our Lord and our Savior. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. And amen.